This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. What's good? This is Shan. This is She Gets It Podcast. And uh, this is just a certain... I was like a vent session because I got something to say. What up? This is Shan. This is She Gets It podcast. And this is just a sit-in. We're talking about red flags and not to ignore red flags. Red flags in your relationship, red flags in the workplace, red flags with your family or your relatives. Like, don't ignore red flags because those are like life warnings about what you about to get into. <clears throat> and I think... Red flags are signs of negativity. Um, Listening to your gut feeling is key to just maneuver through red flags. You know, keeping it moving when situations and people don't serve you in a good way. Learning to read vibes uh, from people and attitudes. That way you don't purposely put yourself deeper into a situation or relationship or a work environment that is not going to end up in the best results or outcomes. So red flags. Let's go. Alright, so red flags at work. Uh, man. <laughs> you have to kind of move about this if you're trying to stay at a job in a certain way and if you not trying to say the job a certain way you know do as you wish you know what I'm saying <clears throat> don't make them call the cops on you but you can maneuver through red flags you know how you wish on your own time but you have to do it in a certain way you know red flags at work could be you know the job may expect you to work um equally as other people do that may be getting paid more than you or maybe getting more benefits than you will get and but they want you to do it for less pay you know this is an amazing opportunity but they want you to do it with less benefits um another red flag could be they assume you're super excited about working longer hours with no extra pay or maybe no pay. Maybe they want you to do something volunteerish after you already worked that eight-hour shift. I think that's a red flag. You know, being left um, in silence 
about you doing certain projects on what's going, what's happening, and people really don't communicate with you. You may be the last one to find out about events. Um, you're not included in certain uh, group emails. Um, people really don't figure out what is it that you want out of a job. You know, you may not be uh, getting the full benefit out of a job and resources that the job offers because nobody cared to explain it to you. And a lot of times at work, you don't know a lot of things if you don't ask. You don't know a lot of things if you're not communicated with. Maybe the role that you um, got hired for it was explained to be something completely different. And now you're actually working the role and the key details in the position is not what you're doing or not the opportunities you're being given. And you need to talk to like your team leader about that. You need to talk to <clears throat> your manager about that. Um, you know, the human resources um, person about that. Email them. Get familiar with who's in your office and what their position is and what they can do for you. You know, being told that, you know, you have to turn in proof of um, events that may happen, why you can't be at work, or but other people don't have to do that. And if you ask for the same amount of hours off and you know that you and this other person is equal to as far as like how much work you put in, how many, um, you know, resources and uh, money you bring into the job. Y'all are equal. If not, you probably do more. But, you know, that same manager that always tells them yes to do things or leave early, you may tell you no. And sometimes you know the reason why you just need somebody else to back you and be like, yeah, that's the reason. And a lot of times you're not going to have somebody else to back you and be like, yeah, you're right for what you're thinking because they did that to me or they did that to X, Y, and Z. And when you figure out like a job is no longer serving you, in adult life, if you're responsible, you can't just quit. You have to pursue looking for other jobs while you work in that job. You have to continue to build up your resume when you're at any job. I, I always tell people not to get comfortable in any job because, you know, things may change, deals may be on the table with that company and they may tell you last minute or they may not even care to tell you and you just have to be forced to adjust because this is how you pay for your lifestyle. You know, this job is what you have and right now in 2019 is not the time to only have one source of income. You'll be losing Okay, a very fast-paced race by having one source of income, okay? So don't back yourself in a corner to be um, bossed or told by any job what you can and can't do when it comes to the things you want. And just make sure that you're using your time wisely and you're bringing in more than one uh, type of income. You know, getting a message over and over that, you know, the things you want don't matter, that's a red flag. 
you know, being a qualified candidate for a certain positions that you keep being passed up for, especially when somebody coming in new and doing less work than you, or someone is always having negative feedback from a job, but they got the position you wanted and you've been sitting there from for two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years, it's time for you to move around. You know what I'm saying? So you have to know when you had enough. So that's what I have for um, work red flags. So let's get into family red flags. Family red flags are easy. Um, This goes for people who are meeting um, new family members from friends or the person you're dating um, or just you in general. Red flags with family could be they yell and fight to communicate. You ever go into a person's house and like, mm, I really don't want to speak right now or I don't know if I should speak or people just like may stare at you up and down and not say anything. Like if you have to be the first person to say hello in your friend's family home or the person you're dating home and they just stay there and they look at you for a good five minutes and not say nothing to you, that's probably not the best inviting uh, environment for you to be in or it's probably not a good time for you to be there. Um, If you, you know, y'all sitting at a table, everything's cool, everybody's eating, and then as soon as everybody eats, somebody says something really negative to the person at the other side of the table and you're just looking like where did that come from and you just feel tension in the air and you know things are being thrown or tables being cleaned and somebody's you know standing up over the next person and the voices are getting louder and there's yelling back and forth it is time for you to go this is not an environment you need to be in this is a red flag that uh this might snowball into your relationship or these people might be around in your relationship that you have with a person whose family that is at some certain point in time. And uh, maybe y'all should get up and go somewhere else. Also, if the humor and jokes around a lot of things that, you know, the person you're with may talk about or your friend may talk about is like hate hatred like things that will get under a person's skin whether it comes to as you know being prejudiced or racist or um being uh you know negative in the fact that somebody may be gay or lesbian or may not have a lot of sex with people or may not go out a lot or they're like saying something other than like oh your skin is too dark or y'all gonna have some ugly um babies or you know you're not smart or you're not brilliant or oh you're gonna be on the short bus and it gets really like undermining like under somebody's skin and you can feel like the person you're with getting upset that's a red flag (laughs) and um you need to leave also People who are like passive aggressive at certain events or tables or wherever you are, leave before something is said that really makes things get really physical. Um, If people don't greet you with happiness and affection, 
and this is like the fifth time you've been there or the tenth time you've been there and they keep um, getting your name wrong on purpose to be rude or they keep bringing up someone's ex in front of you when it's really not relevant or they keep like not including you into like a card game or not including you into a kitchen discussion or not including you into discussions at a table and they just really ignore your existence and that you are there that's a red flag um and nobody wants to be in an environment that they don't feel welcomed period you wouldn't want to do it so don't don't ask anybody to come back to an environment that they're not feeling welcomed in either. I think that's very selfish and one-sided. And if you, if you want to go to your family's house and you're per- perfectly comfortable with them being rude and, you know, disruptive, cool. But don't keep inviting somebody that's not comfortable with your relatives or your family that really doesn't want to be around those types of vibes because it's, it's very selfish of you. If they um, only, your your relatives or your family only gets together when somebody is dying or they're sick, that is a red flag that the people you may be related to are not <clears throat> the best to be around or it's going to be a lot of negative energy. And personally speaking, my relatives are like that. The only time we ever all get together is if somebody is sick or if they're, they are dying. And even around that, there's always some type of gossip or there's some type of negativity being thrown or people not saying anything to the person's face but talking about them at dinner or talking about them in the car on the way to this and that. And I'm just like, dog, I don't even want to be around it anymore. So anybody, relative-wise, that passes away that I'm not cool with, I will not be in attendance at this funeral, okay? Count me out. If you want to tell me that this person has passed away or this person is sick, damn. But count me out. And that's how I am when it comes to the relatives I'm related to and their negativity and all that extra shit. So now let's get into red flags and relationships because there are plenty. And I think we all need to stop ignoring red flags period so we can be better people and be happier and be more at peace so let's get into it Alrighty, these relationship red flags if y'all don't communicate on the same level and you have to keep having discussions about you know we really don't talk or you kind of feeling like you're single but y'all supposed to be in a relationship or y'all supposed to be dating or whatever you think or y'all agreed on and the other person is not reciprocating that same energy. Mm, that's a red flag that it may not be the best relationship for you at that time or it may not be the best relationship for you, period. Um, someone who's never admitting when they're wrong or when they did something they shouldn't have done or when they disrespected you and not having any accountability for that, that's a red flag. Because you're constantly going to have a disagreement or a discussion or a annoying feeling about an individual 
when situations arise in everyday life where they don't own up to their shit. And you always have to break down where they should own up to their shit and they still don't do it. It's like it's like a snowball of ego, ignorance, and pride. And I don't want to constantly keep repeating myself or having the same stupid discussion about this person's personality, about how they go about things being wrong and them ignoring it. Another red flag could be uh, they make imaginary assumptions and um, ignorant comments about people they don't know that are friends of yours or family of yours uh, that did not happen. So, for instance, it'd be like, I don't like that. Or I don't like that person. Or I don't even want you over there. Because, because of what? I don't know. I just don't like it because I just, I just, that, that person gives me a bad vibe. Well, if this person's not giving me that bad vibe, then it's not a problem. But if that person is giving you a bad vibe and you can't give me no, like, cemented example and you never brought it up before before, and all of a sudden now because I'm going over somewhere and this person's going to be there, you don't want me to go. Or all of a sudden now, at the last minute, you're telling me you got a problem with this person, but you can't tell me why you have a problem with this person. That's a red flag of some type of insecurity or that person may be feeling guilty about something they've done or they would do. So they don't even want to imagine having faith in you in a certain situation. Um, If a person doesn't have any close friends that they hang around with and they're either always at home or at work or up under you. <laughs> like, that's a red flag that this person may not um, let out a lot of um, things that they may be thinking about. They don't um, release a lot of their anger in the right way because they really don't talk to anybody. It could be a red flag that this person doesn't trust anyone in order to build a friendship or... Maybe they've had friends, but because of something they've done in the past with their repetitive attitude, they lost friends. If they can't keep friends, like, that's a red flag. Um, If their lack of friendship is due to something concerning that has happened in the past and you've never discussed it or even asked, where are your friends at? Or how about... Some of your friends and my friends, how about we have a get-together? And they'd be like, no. Like, if they're very, like, cut off like that, you have to dig into that more to understand, like, why don't you have any friends? Like, who's your best friend? Like, what do y'all do? Like, what's what's something you want to do to, like, hang out? That's something you need to pay attention to. Um, If they have a lot of solo plans where they don't want you to come... And you don't know anybody that's going with them to this concert or to this bar or to this lounge or to go watch the game and they want to go on their own, but you got time. That's a red flag. Um, If they (sighs) super close-lipped about their past relationships and they don't want to discuss with you what happened, they don't um, take any ownership on what they could have done better on why a relationship in the past didn't work, 
that's a red flag because I feel like in any relationship, whether it worked or it didn't, everybody should walk away with what they did right and what they could have done better in that relationship to possibly make it work. Because we are not all perfect and there's always something for us to work on. But if they can't take any ownership on what they've done wrong in the past relationship that they can work on now to be better, you're not going to know what they've improved on. You're not going to know how much they've grown maturity-wise in order to be in a relationship that's thriving with you. So that's a red flag. Um, If something happens great at work, and they don't share it with you, and you're the last to find out because their sisters told you, or their cousin told you, or their mom told you, and they don't share like good news with you. That's right, black. If it's a whole bunch of bad news that happened at work, and you have to find out from their family members or another coworker that this person got fired yesterday, or this person just put in their two weeks and they haven't told you anything, and y'all probably live together. Or y'all probably are married. Like if they, if you're the last to figure out some shit is going down in their life that's life changing, that's a red flag. Um, if a person stops doing like the little things that got you guys interested in one another, like you know, hugging you or embracing you or telling you that you're beautiful or telling you that ooh you look handsome today like mm. like giving you compliments like that if you walk past and they don't even do like no no booty touches or they don't have no slick comment to say or they don't even like you know acknowledge you in the house or apartment that you share and they and when y'all go out they're either walking in front of you or they walking behind you but they don't they don't embrace or act like y'all are together that's a red flag so just pay attention to all these red flags I believe all red flags are felt in your gut and in your mind and I think like your mind and your heart starts playing tricks on you where you kind of come back and be like oh this person would never do this to me or this person would never do that everybody would possibly do something if the right opportunity approaches period because we are all imperfect and everybody has wants and needs but not everybody communicates those wants and needs in the best way not everybody is blunt honest about what they've gone through in the past until they get to a point where they can let go of what your reaction is going to be from their own truths And I think once you get out of the mindset of worrying about what somebody's feelings is going to be towards you, if you share this or if you say this, then you're going to be more honest. And at the end of the day, if you want to be trusted, just be honest. And be honest with yourself. So when these red flags come up, be honest with yourself and back the hell out of it. My name is Shan. This is She Gets It. I perfectly get it. We're all imperfect, but we all owe it to ourselves and everyone else around us to pay attention to red flags that happen at work, that happen in relationships, and that happen with our family. And um, just because people are related to you doesn't mean you have to consistently be around them and you have to endure their shit. Y'all be great. 
because I'm going to be great. And uh, I'll check y'all later. Deuces. What up, y'all? Thank you for listening to She Gets a Podcast. My name is Shan. You can find me at www.whoisshan.com. If you're a creative, email me at info at whoisshan.com. If you would like to do a feature on one of these episodes, I would love to talk and figure out what is it that you do that you're great at and share it with the world. She Gets It Podcast is available on many platforms. You have iTunes, you have Anchor, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Podbean, hopefully more to come. YouTube, hmm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about doing a YouTube uh, channel maybe in the future. But if you want to reach me, you can reach me at Shan underscore gets it on IG. Other than that, y'all be great and uh, see you soon.